0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order, additional term supply.
1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
2: Rams in the pistol, Stafford looks to his right, brings cup in motion, hands off left. Kyron Williams, beers to his right, to the five, leaping to the end zone, Kyron Williams! Rams it
1: in.
3: Touchdown, L.A. Thursday night football, and I tweeted it last night, I'm glad the Cowboys got the Rams early because they won 5 of 6. They beat the Saints 30 to 22. Matt Stafford is balling, making all of us look bad. The Rams are one of the surprise teams of the year. Can they help us out? Moving forward with a postseason matchup. Good morning, Metroplex. Final hour of the week here on Sean and Bobby. Sean Sharif, our Cowboys insider, Roberto Butt. We got Catch Chris down. in for Peyton. And Ryan has us live on the fan camp, Twitch, and YouTube. Happy holidays to everybody. So I was sitting there saying, Man, the Rams can can you know the the lower seed goes to the higher seeds. The Rams will be a lower seed than the Cowboys. If they lock up the postseason, they're a dangerous threat right now. Can they sit there and knock off San Francisco for us? Could they knock off Philadelphia for us? When you look right now this morning, they would match up against the Lions. What a game that would be, I think.
2: Lions-Rams round one, but I'm hoping for a little more. I I don't know that I trust them to beat San Francisco. Now, they played San Francisco okay. We'll get a better idea of them playing San Francisco here in a couple weeks. Cause they well, buried, you don't
3: trust anybody to be San Francisco captain, that, obviously. That,
2: that's true, unless it's the Cleveland Browns, obviously. Uh, hmm. they'll, they'll beat San Francisco. But one of the things that when you look at is, so at the end of the year, they've got San Francisco in Week 18. The Rams do. And, and their playoff future may be on the line there. Um, but it's we'll get a good idea of, of how much they can can compete against San Francisco in the final week of the season. That'll help give us an idea of, of what the well, chances that they? they're
3: playing for anything.
2: I would pick, and I, th- I think you'd agree with this right now. Wouldn't you pick the Rams right now to beat the Eagles if they're playing them? I'd have to think about it. Ooh, you're just, you just you can't to do think. it, Shangelo
3: Cataldi. But look at the teams, right? The lesser-thens, and who's the biggest threat out of all of them? Tampa Bay. I'm talking about Baker Extension now. Minnesota, <laughs> Seattle, Saints, Rams. Who's Uh, who's who's one two three? Tampa Bay, Rams, Vikings, Seattle, New Orleans. These are the teams that we would need to help
2: us not have to go to California. I think last has got to be Minnesota, right? Because just they don't they don't have a quarterback.
3: Yes, they're not even in consideration.
2: They they can't figure out their quarterback situation. Like like they deserve a ton of credit for being gutsy and and competitive and everything else. Whatever, yeah. Yeah, I mean that's all good and well. Um, Tampa Bay is. They're a little tough to figure out. They've played some some decent games this year. They've played some competitive games against good teams, but just they're the worst rushing team in the NFL in terms of efficiency, and they're one of the worst pass-defending teams in the NFL. So I, I would probably have – I'll put them a little above the same. So I would go bottom to top. I'd go Vikings. Just do, just do top to bottom. Fine, fine. This is you know, power rankings. Sorry. Uh, I will say the top one is the Rams right now. Yes. And so it's the Rams, and then it would be... It's Seattle or Tampa? Seattle, I would take right now.
3: Seattle. Yep. Then Tampa or New Orleans? Tampa. Then Tampa, then New Orleans, then Minnesota.
2: Although you got to remember the Derek Carr factor and what a champion he Shut is up. and how much he Don't just, me just in he a played right God. before the I'm holiday. I'm so glad I, got, uh, I won that.
3: Man, Choppy chop, been taking quarterback L's with Derek Carr, with Jameis Winston...
2: With Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, the Garoppolo one is... That that was sweet for me personally. Just because... eh? Yeah, he tried to pretend like, well, how are they going to win without Jimmy? They can't win without Jimmy.
3: Per per play efficiency. Uh, All the the efficiency per play. Um, He was right about golf, though. He gets a Jared Goff victory. I have to take an L on that right now. So, the Rams winning another game. Uh, McVay versus Shanahan. If it comes to that, Kyle owns that matchup right now 10 to 4. Okay. I love these current event odds from Vegas. Um Bet Online sent me these. Yesterday kind of blew up on our social media. Mike Mike Florio and Michael Irvin, I don't know what it is about the mics. They own the one two highest views on our YouTube page in the history of the station. Not on Sean and RJ in the history of the station. I haven't seen what Florio's did on YouTube yet. But it blew up with Twitter. Now, a lot of Cowboy fans, probably led by Kevin Hagelin, called it BS. Florio. Florio's a hack. Where's the Dez tape? You're stirring up trouble. But Mike Florio said it's not the craziest thing in the world that people in New England are whispering about Jerry and Dallas if things blow up here with McCarthy and the end of the season. You just heard Mike McCarthy
2: with us here on The Fan.
3: So, did you talk to anyone else about this yesterday, or any of the
2: other shows I, give this
3: the time of day? Um, I, I, so
2: I, I know I, we we kicked it around. I, I talked about it in the halls with a, a couple people. Zach, Brian. I know Brian. It's a, one of Brian's things. Was like, well, Bill loves Jerry, and Jerry loves Bill. Like they do get along. They really do like each other a lot. So there is that aspect of it. I just have a hard time seeing. I feel like this is a, a, a you know, we've talked about this before about how people connect themselves to the Cowboys, Odell Beckham, uh Chris Sean Johnson Payton. used to do this in the past, Sean Payton, where it's almost like they just leverage it for attention. We talked about that with Darius Leonard. Was that something that he was doing? Or Shaq Leonard. Earl I, Thomas. I can't keep it straight. Yeah, not Shaq. Uh but the uh, players do this pretty consistently where they'll leverage cowboy attention for more more money. Um, and so I kind of feel like that maybe what's leaking out a little bit is a an attempt from the Patriots to like get some interest going of like, well, if Jerry's going to get involved, I mean, who knows what Jerry would give up? All right, fine. We'll give up the first round pick for him. because the sense I get just knowing how how I think people across the league view the Patriot way. I, I think there'd be a lot of unhappy people here in Dallas that their their process and the way that they evaluate players would get disrupted if he came here.
3: Will the Patriots receive trade compensation for Belichick?
2: Yes or no in Vegas? Uh, we'll say if he's traded, uh, yes, minus or plus two hundred. No is a heavy favorite. Damn it,
3: minus one thousand. Belichick must be traded to another team for yes to be graded a winner. So it's plus five fifty that they will receive trade compensation for. But the heavy favorite is no. If you're a Cowboy fan rooting for the goat to somehow, some way come here, that's good for you. You don't want to give up compensation in order to do it. Mike Tomlin
2: next season is doing what Oh uh he will be I'm going to guess that they say coaching is the favorite Yes And then the booth is the second but coaching who Oh uh,
3: either either another team or the Steelers
2: Uh another team Nope really? really
3: Yeah coaching Steelers pretty heavy favorite at 1 to 5 Look there's already conflicting reports Mike Florio and Peter King can't even agree on the report uh sh- Peter King said it was a toasty seat. That implies to me that they would fire him. Mike Florio said, no, Tomlin would leave. So they can't even agree on that part of it. But coaching Steelers, which you favor the organization who hates doing this, um, Steelers is the favorite. Then in the media, taking a year off and then coaching another team is fourth. Will Robert Sala be the Jets head coach? At the start of next year, yes, heavy favorite. Yes, is the heavy favorite. Ninety percent likely that Sala is returning at minus one thousand.
2: He lets Daddy Rogers do what he wants.
3: Will Antonio Pierce be the Raiders' head coach
2: next year? Ooh, oh, this is a. I'm going to say that they have no as the favorite.
3: No is the favorite at minus seven hundred. Why did you think that?
2: Uh, because, like Mark Davis wants to splash. Just if he wouldn't salvage Basacha who was such a like well respected coach around the league, and those players loved him, and he salvaged that season, I can't imagine Antonio Pierce would get the same benefit.
3: Will Baker start Game One for the Bucks next year?
2: Oh, that's uh, yes, minus one fifty. Yes, minus two hundred. Good job. Next head coach fired, uh, Ron Rivera. Good job,
3: Ron Rivera. Any other guesses?
2: As to the next one, um, shoot, uh, a guy that you've
3: always hated and now he's finally getting on the Dan hot. Orlovsky. No, oh, <laughs> okay, uh, no, uh,
2: a guy that I've always hated.
3: Who could I hate? could Belichick be the next one? Belichick is third. Good guess,
2: Chris. Right. Look at that, NFC, NFC. We are gonna say he's got, he
3: he kind of reminds me of Chris in a way.
2: Matt Eberflus. No, <laughs> he got Matt a Eberfluses. he's got a
3: Chris feature. A nose ring? Nope.
2: Oh, my god! The gosh. stash? Who has a stash? Oh, Arthur Smith. There he he sucks. Arthur Smith is second, Bill Belichick third. Arthur Smith sucks. Why? Because he's not using B. John Sanders the right oh way. Oh, my gosh.
3: I got screwed in fantasy this year by Josh Jacobs, B. John, Barry. I got quite a trust... I
4: should have trusted my okay, God versus this idiot to the right. He's played well. He's idiots he's on this played whole, well. Arthur
3: Smith has to use him the right way. Love of the love of the Longhorn, That you should rename the podcast. You and Broad has screwed my fantasy team, hyping up Bijan when I told you it wasn't Barry Sanders. He screwed me. Aaron Jones screwed me in Green Bay. And Josh Jacobs, uh, screw you, Alec Medford, eliminating <laughs> I did make the playoffs. Though. Hi, Alec. <laughs> Is he back there? Hey, He was around. I don't know if he's no, back there right I, now. I did make the playoffs, but I lost to Alec. Um... All right, so they decided to take two huge games this week and put a Super Bowl odd on it. Ooh. So Ravens-San Francisco, if you want to bet that plus 450, if you think that that will happen, Dolphins-Cowboys Super Bowl is 25-1. to plus 2,500. So they're trying to take two fun matchups and play around with that. So those are the odds in
2: Vegas. You had a, you you mentioned earlier today, you were like, when was the last time we had somebody that we just felt was such a guarantee to get to the Super Bowl like we are with San Francisco? Yep. Can you recall the last time we had, and it's not a guarantee, but there just seemed to be this overwhelming sense of, it's probably going to be the Ravens and the 49ers. Like, I feel like people have kind of settled on that, that it's probably going to be those two. I know you're you're a little hesitant yeah. on the Ravens, but I feel like nationally that's what people have settled on. Yeah, I guess so. I I, I, I don't listen very long when they talk about the Ravens. What is, it, what is it that you just don't trust about them? Is it Lamar? Yeah, the Playoff thing Lamar? you've been complaining and criticizing for a year or two, that – To throw
3: to win in the playoff. The Ravens always win as the ultimate team and defense and defensive scores. But what if it's a high-scoring affair? What if they have to come back? Lamar has not proven it. So all of a sudden, you think the rest of the Ravens are so good that they will overcome the criticisms you've had of Lamar Jackson,
2: the same as Jalen Hurts. I I think that the Ravens are such a good running football team they're so good defensively they get favorable matchups with lamar's legs not that he's an excellent quarterback but that's all true about them i think they're a better team this year than they've been in the past and the bigger issue here is that the afc just seems completely void of a legit contender so i just think it's more ripe for them to level up this year i think if they go to the super bowl san francisco probably smacks them i think san Francisco's. Beating the crap out of anybody they play, to be honest.
3: Trevor Lawrence, by the way, for Jacksonville, if you're looking for another AFC contender, he's supposed to be missing uh, this next upcoming game. Oh, so it's like the last 12 weeks. Exactly. It's not as fun to troll Basic I know. When he's not here, he's skiing. Uh, I'm not even going to say what you said to him before he got on the <laughs> slopes. That reference was dark. 877-881-1053 is the trutret.com text line. This guy's been MIA. He's been gone. Let's see if he wakes up out of bed and whether he has the Cowboys beating Miami, unlike all of us. Patrick Walker, DallasCowboys.com, after this.
5: conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey
3: let's bring in patrick walker who has been uh playing hooky on us
2: he's been he's uh he's he's been just down and out got that itis what got you uh,
3: the the, the bug is. going around dfw
6: uh, I think it's just because I'm sick of Bobby. Yeah. Um, yep. But no, all jokes aside, you know, Bobby, love you to death. But um, whatever it is that's going around, maybe it's what's been cir- circulating around the star at Frisco. I mean, you know, obviously it hit some guys like Malik Hooker uh, last week and Michael Parsons the week before. Just, I mean, it could be that or, you know, it could just be tense the season. But, yeah, past couple of days have absolutely not been fun. I actually just got my – voice back this morning i woke up with it so you know good time of there because i haven't had it the past couple of days
2: pat is is it possible that you are <laughs> patient zero at the star and that you actually started the bug that took out so many players is that possible
6: 100 percent, 100 percent. i like to be uh, a trendsetter if nothing else i think that's been a uh, that's my legacy is that i do things my way so <laughs> you know it's absolutely
3: <laughs> Patrick Walker, Dallas Cowboys.com, brought to you by the Winstar World Casino and Resort. Proud to be the official casino of the Dallas Cowboys. Please game responsibly. What did you find in this week's science lab at DallasCowboys dot com as you tried to investigate Dr. Jekyll or Mr. Hyde?
6: Well, yeah, and it perfectly said, uh, it is a Dr. Jekyll slash Mr. Hyde situation here in Dallas with the Cowboys. I Made mean, at home. They're one thing, getting on the road, they're a completely different team and um, the way they play at home kind of promises their ability to make a deep playoff run and possibly end this the Super Bowl drought. But then the way they play on the road kind of promises a first-round exit. So they're going to have to figure out um, how to how to improve there. But what I was able to find is, I know speaking with Dak and McCarthy and Michael Parsons, they're all saying the right things as far as, you know, they have to execute better and things like that. And they're not wrong. Uh, but for me, it comes down to one thing in particular, and that's penalties. Um, they're the most penalized team in the league over a hundred penalties this year, but it's also about the type and timing of these particular penalties. So guys, for those that would look at the, the, just the stat line from Buffalo and say, Oh, well, they only had five penalties. Yeah. Well three of those penalties awarded the bills, 18 of their first 21 points to make it a 21 three deficit. And then uh, that, you know, a couple of penalties on the first drive for the Cowboys kept them uh, from getting any points at all on that drive. So, and then the game kind of just tailspun from there. You have, you know, almost 300 rushing yards and 179 from from uh, James Cook, so forth and so on. So if they can control the penalties on the road, um, then they put themselves in a great position to, to win. And would it be, you know, a blowout like it would be at home? Probably not because road games are always going to be more difficult. But like McCarthy said, and like I said earlier this week, not only the penalties, but 12 tackles, 12 missed tackles on defense, you're not going to win many, if any, of those games.
2: Pat, percentage chance that Zach Martin plays and percentage chance that Tyron Smith plays?
6: Oh, um, honestly, I don't, don't like what I'm hearing about either of them right now. I understand that Zach is a little bit ahead of, of Tyron as Tyron deals with the back issue that kind of cropped up against the Buffalo Bills. But, I mean, there's a very real chance that neither of them take the field against the Miami Dolphins. Now, I obviously don't want that to be the case. Um, there's at least a reasonable chance that Zach Martin, over these next couple of days, can show enough improvement that he gets on the field, uh, especially when you talk about how great the training staff here is in Dallas. Um, but it's also possible with that reaggravated quad contusion. That's the key word. It's re-aggravated um, that he misses. And if that's the case, then you're talking about more offensive line shuffles, and it's going up against the uh, the Dolphins, whose defensive front, is excellent at getting pressure and and excellent at getting uh sacks and getting their hands on the opposing quarterback. so not exactly the game that you want to see some offensive offensive line flux <clears throat> excuse me, but you might just
2: you know pat we we've talked this year about how difficult it's been to get the run game going. uh things have improved the the more continuity that there's been along the offensive line. When you look at going up against Miami and, you know, potentially having to get into a a sort of track meet and throw the ball down the field, where do you think the game plan could be most impacted if they're missing some of these guys? Do you think they feel like, hey, are guys that are stepping in here potentially any Doga and a Bass, these guys are are better prepared to pass protect for us, or do you think it would be let's try and turn this into a ground game?
6: I think those guys, Chuma and TJ Bass, I think they're better um, angled at the run game uh, than pass pro. Um, And that's not to say they – they can't do pass protection, obviously they can, but in looking at the film on both, I'd be more confident with them as far as running the ball. Uh, And especially when you go back to what I just mentioned, as far as the Dolphins defensive front excelling at getting pressure and getting hands on the court, on the opposing quarterback. With that being said, you want to make sure you, keep an eye on how many times you're asking Dak Prescott to drop back. Now that kind of goes back to the Buffalo game, wherein you cannot allow the other team to get off to a fast start. You have to be the team to get off to the fast start, because if you do that, then you can allow the scoreboard to be the 12th defender. You can allow time of possession um, to work in your favor, and that will help you continue to run the ball because quiet as it's kept, uh, Tony Pollard and Rico Dowdle, that, uh, this rushing attack in Dallas has pretty much been the steady hand between the home and away splits they're averaging I think 4.1 uh, yards per touch per carry on the road 4.2 at home so I mean they're the steady hand so that's what's going to help you win a game like Miami especially if you're down one or two offensive linemen but you can only do that if you get off to a fast start and not allow the other team to who are you picking you know, I went back and forth with myself a hundred different times this week, especially as I lay here on my deathbed. Um, <laughs> and the Cowboys kind of uh, they kind of threw me off a little bit because I had them taking Buffalo, but had they won in Buffalo, I would have uh, picked the Dolphins to win this because I just I don't see um, them winning both of these AFC top teams uh, on the road, but. Now, history starts to invoke itself, and, like you guys mentioned to Mike McCarthy, I mean this team hasn't lost back to back games since november of twenty twenty one and that's what I keep circling back to is the the unbridled resiliency i mean that's a hell of a streak, so there's a lot working against them in Miami there really is uh but when you look at how things went down in Buffalo, the egg that was laid, what's on the line here this weekend. Um, and that includes, you know, ego, confidence, momentum, possible top C, possible NFC East crown. Uh, they're going to have their hands full. It's going to be a close one. Cowboys probably pull it out by one point, which is like a game winner on the boot of, of uh, Butter Aubrey. But yeah, if they had one in Buffalo, then I'd swing this the other way. But there's just too much resiliency uh, in the history in the McCarthy era for me to do that.
3: Patrick Walker, DallasCowboys.com on the Boomerjacks bar and Grill Hotline. So give me the two biggest advantages that you think each team has on the other.
6: Um, well, for the for the Dolphins, the biggest advantage is going to be a, a guy named Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Uh I mean, period, he's a nuclear weapon uh for for Tua uh and McDaniel. So the Cowboys are are gonna have both hands and both feet full with him. Interested to see how they attack that. Maybe Gilmore does a little bit of traveling, but can't do too much traveling. I suspect because guess what, Jalen Waddle—he's a problem as well. So for me, um how they attack Tyreek Hill—that's going to help determine the outcome of the game. If you can at least keep him underneath, keep him from hitting that home run ball, you got yourself a chance. Uh, from the Cowboys' standpoint, I'm going to stick to the defense side of the ball as well. I want to see Michael Parsons get off the tour. Uh, I think Tua can be rattled and that's why he gets the ball out as quickly as anyone in the league. Um uh, one of the best and one of the quickest at getting the ball out. Um but Michael Parsons, he has the quickest get off of his entire career right now. And I know the conversation right now that's rampant on Twitter is, oh, off ball linebacker versus edge rusher. This is not the game where you want Michael Parsons to play off ball linebacker. You want him getting off of that defensive end or moving him around on that line, maybe some, you know, zero, one, three whatever the case, have two with thinking about Micah Parsons on every single play. If you can do that, that will then help you bottle up Tyreek Hill because Tyreek Hill can't get the yardage if the ball can't get it to
2: him. Yeah, Pat, you, know, you mentioned the discussion about Micah Parsons playing off-ball linebacker, and that's obviously fans looking for a solution to what has become a bit of a problem for the Cowboys in that linebacker core, which honestly has been decimated with injuries. It's put them in a bad spot. But one of the things that I saw when I was previewing this game is – This feels like it's going to be a big game for if the linebackers play well, you probably win. If the linebackers play poorly, you probably lose because it just seems like Miami does so much to stress them with the run. And then also the linebackers are going to be really key in terms of how Miami likes to kind of flood the middle of the field and set things up there. Is is this a big week for guys like Damone Clark and Marquis Bell?
6: One million percent, especially after the outing. Uh, last week, and what I love from um, you saw Demone Clark flash quite a bit in that first quarter before he got injured. He, he ended up returning from injury, but he didn't play as well after he returned from injury, but you need the version of Demone Clark that you saw in the first quarter where you kept calling out his name because he kept making plays, sideline to sideline, getting in the backfield, being a little bit disruptive. Uh, Marquise Bell, we've seen him put much better on film than he did in Buffalo. You need his lateral speed that's going to help you contain guys like A-Chain, uh, Mostert, who's fast, but A-chain, he's really turbocharged, and he's going to try to get to those edges and burn those edges. Uh, Marquise Bell's going to have to be paramount in stopping that. But I'll also throw out a name that, um, quite as it's kept, people aren't really talking about, Rashawn Evans. He's starting to kind of come along in his rotation. I looked at his reps last week on film. He only had 11 against the run, uh, but he was, uh, outside of Demarcus Lawrence, he was the best run-stuffer. Uh, for the Cowboys' defense. Now, obviously, you know, it wasn't a good run defense for, for the team as a whole, but Rashawn Evans, uh, you can't really pin that on Rashawn Evans. So if Evans can give that kind of effort in helping to stop the run, um, it, this week particularly and going forward, uh, and then you see a bounce-back game from Damone clark Marquise Bell, then, yeah, the linebackers will will be great in against Miami, and that's that's going to be key to helping you keep that offense bottled up. Otherwise, you're, you're going to be in for it. Go back to bed.
3: We appreciate the time. Get better and enjoy the game in the weekend. Happy holidays.
6: All right, fellas. Talk to you soon.
3: <laughs> Patrick Walker, DallasCowboys.com, brought to you by the Windsor World Casino and Resort. He looks like, sounds like Charles Barkley did the other night. They sent him home uh, after the pregame show. He looked miserable. You know, one thing we have not talked about in this game, and I'm throwing this out as my possible shocking storyline. Could we be coming on Monday talking about the Dallas Cowboys beat up the Miami Dolphins. No one has talked about that. Miami is thought of to be a little bit soft like the Cowboys, right? Philadelphia beat them up. No more finesse, no more high-flying. Can the Cowboys out-physical and, I wonder, beat up Miami a
2: little bit? I think Dallas can play more physical football than Miami does. The tough thing is... It's really hard to get physical with their offense and the way that they play because so much of it is spreading things out and getting light, favorable looks. And the biggest problem is just getting your hands on them. You can go in there with every intention to be physical with them and, and being physical with them, if you can execute it, could absolutely work. Knock them off their game. Larry Brown, when we talked to him on the Cowboys Crosstalk earlier this well. week, he said that one of the the most difficult things for these speed guys like Waddle and Hill. Uh, typically is when you can knock them off their route, when you can get in their face and, and kind of jam them a little bit, that a lot of those guys tend to have problems with that. So if you can do it, it's great. It's just McDaniel does such a good job of just scheming things up too. Let's get the ball in their hand quick and let their athleticism take over.
3: Too many questions. Cowboys offensive line, Cowboys against these receivers, Cowboys against this running game. Uh, Vic Fangio factor. Uh, I didn't even hesitate in picking Miami. Um was it tough for you to pick the Dolphins? I, I think Dallas is By the way, Cowboys 40 points. Oh, yeah, the home road thing. 40 on the road, 21
2: at home. It's interesting. I think Dallas wait, is wait, wait. 40 at home, 21 on the road. I, I think Dallas very well could be a better football team. And, you know, it'll it'll they they may bounce back in a way that really silences questions. I do wonder, I did spend a lot of this week wondering are we letting Buffalo cloud our mind too much? Like, are we forgetting what this team's done for the last six weeks and just letting what is ultimately a bad day at the office? Uh, Daryl Johnson talked about this on the pregame show uh, several weeks back that like, you, you've got to be careful. Like teams can go out there and lay an egg. Uh, They they can play a bad game. He's like, it happened to us. Like we were one of the better teams in the nineties and we would lose games to teams. We had no business losing to, you know, all the time It, it happens. And so I do wonder if we're, we're thinking a little bit too much about that. So I did struggle with just in general which way to go, because I think this is a game that's attainable for the Cowboys. They just have to get up early. I think. Who else is panic shopping
3: today with Bobby Belt? Let's crosstalk with the KNC Masterpiece. Find out where you can hang with the fellas today. Crosstalk with KNC is
4: next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?
2: Kevin, great to see you guys again after we spent a wonderful afternoon together at Noah's yesterday. What
1: a teammate you are, bro.
2: Yeah. I'm very
8: I'm very conflicted, Sean, because on the one hand, Bobby was super helpful yesterday, but on the other hand, I get why
3: sometimes he irritates you. Please elaborate. (laughs) Oh man. I have no Uh, idea. Okay, okay, let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. You got a host for a month straight. Yeah. With with choppy or Bobby.
8: I, I would probably pick choppy just (sighs) because I could boss him around and he'd let me do whatever I want. (laughs) So see, Bobby, that's not a knock against you, because, Bobby, I would get in trouble with you because I understand all your references and I want to jump in and have that same type of fun. And I don't think through the repercussions that will come along with me jumping
1: in on those references. What repercussions? What are you talking about? (laughs) The the listeners out there enjoying fun? No, not the listener repercussion. Maybe the, like, office repercussion. Oh, Tim Collins coming down on Tim Collins! Did he annoy you too, uh, Corey? Uh, Bobby. No, no. no. He, he was he, an angel. Yeah, for the record, he did not annoy me. I just saw a
8: path to trouble mm-hmm. with okay. Bobby Bell.
2: I was I was drawing. I was trying to draw them offsides. I was making little snarky innuendo comments and things like that. Where are you guys
3: today?
1: We are at Buffalo Wild Wings in Fort Worth. And Kevin, give me the address. We're off
8: the left bank, six twenty-nine Staten Street. If you want to come and see us, we got all kinds of cool swag to give away, plus Miller Lite is going to be giving away a pair of
1: Cowboys tickets for Cowboys Lions. Yeah, that's pretty awesome right there.
3: And you got Jerry?
1: Jerry Jones will join us at 1030. Yeah. Hopefully, he'll say that what Mike McCarthy
8: said was wrong and Tyron and Zach Martin are both good to go. Yeah, that'd be awesome if he's like, no, everything's fine.
1: We're just playing a little coin.
3: Hopefully, he'll be more cheery than McCarthy.
1: Well, I was upset that McCarthy didn't start off laughing about you messing your name up. I know. That was, I was like, I, that's got to get a joke. Once
3: he didn't laugh at that, I knew that we were screwed. Yeah. I it was seems like, like, okay.
2: The opportunity. All business. All business today. <laughs> Um, this is what happens when Choppy's not here. His yeah. his old his old buddy. Yeah. That's what happens. We get we get we get just a little little bit more serious, Mike McCarthy. So um, you know what I
1: think I think it really interesting is like the the writers uh, they're up. Early enough to get the the Mike McCarthy 6.30 uh, time with you guys because they were already tweeting it out. Yeah. Uh, They were already already getting that stuff out there. They're listening, making sure.
8: You know what I would love to see? I would love to see all the beat writers post how many minutes they listened on air and on the app (laughs) because I bet it's a lot.
3: Yes, yes. Um, Okay, so I'm being told that we have to replay this. And this happened yesterday. The Ciroc vodka replay on the K and yes, brought to you by Ciroc vodka. Brought to you uh, by the KNC masterpiece, actually, with a proposal that took place. It's true. Another proposal on 105.3. The fan. I heard one driving out to the Rangers game on G Bag, and this took. Were you there for this? Yeah, I
2: was. This is their. This is according to KNC. This is their third proposal on the air that they've
3: fact. Have mm-hmm. yeah, they the time. lasted? The yes. first Can you one. confirm <laughs> that not only did your
2: then boyfriend,
8: now fiance, <laughs> win a car, you just got proposed to?
0: Wow! Oh my gosh! I kind of had a feeling because my son was asking, telling me, "Hey, mom, I uh, dad got you something that starts with a D. <laughs> he's a snitch. <laughs> <And> <laughs> that a oh. He's going to surprise you're you welcome. today. You're <And he is laughs> Thought your kid was a pervert.
8: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. That's not okay. See that? that, That's not. That's not okay. What I said was not okay. Did you have to
3: say pervert? Like you could have made so many innuendos right there.
8: It's because it's because. Do you know how
3: old the child is? (sighs) Like four. Geez. No. He was
8: like six. six.
3: Dang. (laughs) That might be. That might be worse. He
8: yeah. six hey, instead of four, he needs to phrase things differently. It's important <laughs> to learn that from a young age. Hey, they want a car and got engaged, mm-hmm. but what my said is the least of their. Do you think they
2: words. used the car? Like, For, used the car?
1: They oh drove around in it in the rain? Yeah, that's what, that's what I mean. That's not what he means. See, yeah, it was that's not yeah, what certain. he means. Uh, yeah, yeah,
3: that they had sex in the vehicle? Yeah. Oh, my God. Wouldn't you? Oh, my, my God.
2: You? why because you won the car you got engaged it's like they 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 are inextricably linked You're an idiot. look at this this is what happens when we get vacation <laughs> Sean about to he, well, like, he's, who else he's all mine. Irritated. now one person's
3: <laughs> mind in the whole city in the whole metroplex like went there like it's, it's i'm just
2: it's, saying if i won the car and i got engaged that is immediately what i would do
3: all right let's and put i'm there now let's put let's put you uh in the hot seat oh gosh who else is shopping with bobby right after this show as he has done nothing zip zero and where are you going
2: you haven't shopped for
3: anybody i've
2: bought literally nothing and
3: stopped his worse off he stopped his wife from doing the shopping over the past few weeks because he wanted to do it so he prevented her from doing it and has still done nothing.
2: Okay. So like and, and the way Sean has painted this is that I want all the glory and so I'm just trying to like well, I need to shop with it. It's more that I know that Kristen, when she shops, she is going to be um, cheap. Thrifty. Yeah. She's gonna be thrifty. Cool. And I'm gonna feel like if I if I don't go shopping, I'm gonna be like, We you you should have gotten more stuff or like, why didn't you get this? Why why'd you have to get the uh the the off brand of this? Like this is better. And so that's what I wanted to do, and now I've set myself up to where I'm gonna have to go into several stores. I don't know. She told me where we're meeting. We're meeting at a, a mall, I think, and starting there. And so you're going with
3: her. You're not even like doing it on your own. You're doing
2: it. Yeah, with we're doing her. it together. Yeah, like a couple sense. is supposed to.
1: <laughs> I know, I know. My wife and the kids today are going to North Park Mall. Ooh, They're going to oh, go down there and hang that's out. Be a it is brutal. Parking is just ridiculous. Uh, they might take the train though down from Plano. That, that was well, something they were oh, discussing. That's not well. uh, yeah, not really. Um, <laughs> it's, dark. But, uh, it's, it's free dark. on New Year's Eve. <laughs> <laughs> but they love. They she loves North Park Mall. Uh, I have to take the kids out. I've already bought her present, so I already got her present One. and took care of that. But I, uh, I guess this is the year that the kids now need to get her a present. So they all want to go shopping tonight and get something for her. Like, all of them individually get one thing for is her. Is she a so.
3: procrastinator with this type of stuff? Oh, n- well, No. No, them, she's done. Why is she going to North Park today to
1: hang out? She just loves the way the mall is. Like you got oh, okay. Santa down there, Kevin. You had reindeer a while back. It's the way yes, it's Noah saw an you, actual reindeer. up yeah, there. what the a piano, perv. they got the. Oh my God.
8: <laughs> <laughs> fair, That's a fair point. I had to get that in. I had to. Kevin, have you shopped? Oh yeah, I was done a couple of weeks ago. I but I I like to plan and I like to get ahead of things. So, yeah, now I've I've been done for a while. Everything's here. So, I'm good.
2: I do yeah. procrastinate. I am very disorganized. Sean has always marveled at like how detailed I can be in some respects, but then I'm a complete undetailed yeah. mess in other ways.
3: You're like the sloppiest like nerd I've ever seen. Like Is uh, detailed nerdy? He charts out our like Show demographics and he breaks down all these charts, but he will not fill out the numbers to get thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars back in his cowboy expense reports. It's crazy. It's what? weird. What? It, yeah. Dude, it's a
1: simple isn't it a simple app now. Like it's even Yeah, you easier. scan it with your phone.
3: It's the easiest thing I've ever done. Does Mike even do it? The amount of people they get away Mike with Mike does not. He I, doesn't. I will
8: no. I will admit Mike is also beat down by he's having a, to no, put in additional work. Man.
3: He's
1: such a company oh, man. Let's yeah. Yeah. Yeah, save the that's company. That's what I meant. Some <laughs> money is what he says. That is what I meant.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I have no comments on my expense reports because there's a chance Kristen's listening and this will start a fight right before Christmas. I'll just
3: make up for it in the truck. If I would have won the Ford Bronco I could have. There you there's your Christmas gift. Oh I don't even have to gosh. buy you anything. <laughs> Yama- Wait, go ahead, Kevin. Sorry.
8: I was just going to say, by the way, there's also a Carter blood drive happening out here. So From 10 to 3. Yeah. So pretty thing, much Carter's there. just donating all <laughs> yeah. his blood. Yeah. Mike <laughs> would not be the best spokesperson for that. So <laughs> it's, it's good. But, yeah, if you want to donate blood, very worthwhile car- cause, and Carter blood care is as good as it gets.
3: I know that. You know, they are in the National League, so maybe you're giving them a little bit of a pass. But is anyone else as excited as I am for the Dodgers' new dream team getting Yamamoto?
8: It's pretty crazy that they just dropped a billion dollars in – And glass you know. now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I am excited to see what it looks like. But also, I think, isn't this part of, like, sports culture or maybe human culture in general that you're also excited to see, like, what happens if it doesn't of work course. out? Of course,
2: yep. Yeah. That's, that was my point. Either it's going to crash and burn or I get to see elite performance, and I love both.
8: Okay. Yeah. I just want to make sure it was okay to wonder, like, hey, what happens if this doesn't work at all? Of
1: course. It's very interesting to have that many really talented players on one team. It's, uh, it, it, that could be an all-star team for the National League. It's like our it's station. Gonna-
8: it's going to be tough though because the defending world champion—that's the Texas Rangers. The Texas
3: Rangers,
1: we won the damn World Series. We only Sean. had to spend half
3: that much. Won to get the whole this damn thing. Salvation Rangers. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah, can we oh, get a red man. kettle campaign going for the Rangers <laughs> yeah. so that they can go get like a, a pitcher who has both arms?
3: <laughs> can pitch at the beginning of the
2: year. Or like all of their original ligaments.
3: Have you, oh. have you guys ever asked Jerry Jones about shopping? I'd love to know who does Jerry's shopping for That is him. one of
1: my questions okay, lined great. up today was, like when was the last time he went and bought uh, presents, or is, is he in charge of one present? You know, like me, I'm just mostly in charge of the one present for the wife, and she takes care of everything else. I did have input this year with the kids. Oh, good. Yeah, I, I, this year she let me have some input because – all of them are older, you know, so they like music and they like some other things so I can connect with them. What
8: do you think is a longer period of time? How long it's been since Jerry went shopping or how long it's been since the Cowboys beat a good team on the road?
3: Oh. <sighs> well, I yes. know Jerry goes to the grocery store, I think. I okay. saw him a micosina. Cena. Oh, I got something for you. I got something for you. Okay. The, the other day I took, uh, I, I took Amanda out with a group of friends for her birthday dinner. And at this restaurant, it's a Jerry Jones margarita. Oh. It was a $50 margarita and <laughs> awesome. a die hard die hard cowboy fan. Jimmy was at the table. He ordered it. Johnson? Yeah, uh, no, he's not a cowboy fan. Oh! Okay. Um, <laughs> oh. I, uh, this was the worst margarita I've ever had in my life. Oh
1: no! It was.
3: It was at Jalisco Norte. I'll name it. Just. I want to know if Jerry, because he, he was at Mico Cena the other day with a video that came out. I want to know if he's ever had or heard of the Jerry Jones margarita, and maybe how he would build his perfect one. Just yeah. in case you guys uh, need an extra question, I forgot to ask it Tuesday because the, they got their ass kicked. All right. Okay. I like that. that's a good Outstanding. One. I love a good Thank Jalisco margarita. Norte.
2: Fifty dollars, the Jerry Jones margarita. You, you can hear from Haggy Stone. And say, all right, I'm writing that. Down. He's not. <laughs> asking hey, look, legitimately- I just wrote it down. Yeah. You jerk! And all yeah. the
1: chicken scratch
3: he has.
8: Don't yep. worry about that part. The point is, I wrote it down. <laughs> all
3: right, boys, have a fantastic weekend. Happy holidays. Where are you? One more time. We are at Buffalo Wild Wings in Fort Worth, off the left bank, six twenty nine State and Street. Come and see us. It's the KNC masterpiece with Jerry. Next on the fan.
4: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.